What now? Hmm? Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Hannah. And welcome to another episode of Hmm? What now? <laughs> Where we discuss all our random thoughts and tackle life together as young adults. Yep. We are going through quarter life crisis. Legit. So what's on your mind today? Quarter life crisis, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking about like I've been reflecting on my past mistakes, mm. and I've been wondering if all my mistakes were necessary. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's up for debate. Is there any mistake in your life that was like a major one? Mm. Something that was a turning point. You said you said it was. It ended up helping you to reach your next step. Yeah. So this turning point mistake. My turning point mistake is probably how I handled my mental health in college. I didn't know how to manage it. Yikes. Yeah. Um, I went through quite a rough time in the later... I was in college for 18 months. So I would say the last semester, that was the roughest point for me because I was going through um, a situation that I had never experienced before. And it affected me emotionally in a way that didn't... I, I had just never gone through it. So because of how new it was and how different it was making me feel, these were new emotions to me, I didn't know how to handle myself. So I was basically trying to study <laughs> while having the, these really heavy thoughts at the back of my head. Okay, like, just to pause you right there. Yeah. When you mentioned this very difficult and your first time scenario, yeah, this situation, um, maybe in more general terms, what kind of situation was it? Um, was it a family issue? Was it a friend's issue? Um, was it a, a, a health issue that you had? Um, what was it? Like, so it was... It was more... Well, actually, okay. Partial health issue, actually, in a way. Not really... Nothing serious happened, of course, thank, right. thankfully. But how I treated my body was different. How I treated my... Um, how I viewed myself was different. And how I kind of spoke to myself was different. I wasn't very kind to myself. Um, and it affected the way I... In a way, treated other people. Because I was broke... I was, I was pretending to be okay. I had a facade. Okay, before we go on to that, mm-hmm. maybe give us a little backstory, if it if it's okay with you. Yeah, like, you don't have to go into like great details, details but like I think um, some context lah. Some context will be nice. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Because I'm, I'm not like too vague, right? <laughs> I mean, it's it's perfectly all right if you don't want to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but in order to figure out whether it was an actual mistake, I think mm. we need some context here. Okay, so basically, I went through some, like, romantic troubles lah. And everything's completely wow, okay now. Boy trouble! <laughs> boy trouble! Boy trouble! Um, but everything's completely fine now. Um, everyone's on good terms, so it's... I don't mind talking about it so much, but not in too much detail Of course, la. of course, of course. But how it affected Hana then, at that point, in boarding college yeah. So I, could, I didn't go home every week. I was with the same people, saw the same people all the time, and had to process my emotions in this bubble, mm-hmm. it kind of, it subconsciously distracted me from my own personal goals. Goals. 
What were your personal goals at that point of time? My A-levels. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Right, forgot. Mm. We were have going through A-levels. A-levels. Very important time. Yikes. Yeah, so it... And that had its consequences. Of so course. I had to go through clearing. I was forecasted to have, re- like, good results. And I liked... Well, I liked two out of three of my subjects, lol. But I was pretty good at those two. The third one, okay lah. Well, I was struggling, but I was forecasted to have good results. I had great offers from great universities. And because of how this whole situation affected me emotionally and mentally, I missed out on those offers by marks. And it completely broke me. Oh, yikes. Yeah, I'm sure you remember. Coming from someone that I remembered you having stellar stellar academics before that, before college. Mm. Must have been quite a rough turn. It was rough, yeah. It kind of, it woke me up lah. But again, I when it happened at that point, I didn't blame anyone else but myself. Not so okay, myself plus the situation. So it was how I handled the situation, how I took care of myself during that time because I didn't take care of myself. That's like that's basically it. I would stay in my chalet. That's what we would call the accommodation that I stayed in. I would stay in my chalet. I didn't go out to have group meals. <laughs> I didn't go out to exercise outside. I exercised in my room only. Was it was this an avoidance technique? Avoidance technique. Really Purely. Just, just not to see that guy or yeah. not to be reminded of yeah. whatever things that was going yeah. on. Because whenever I saw the person or um, anyone associated with the situation, lah, I felt worthless. Absolutely ah. worthless. And being in a boarding college, people talk. So I knew people were, were aware of the situation as well. That kind of makes things so much more serious. Exactly. If like, you had no one that knows exactly. what had happened. Just deal with it myself. Yeah, right? yeah. I would hear from people. I would hear from people who weren't super close to me and ask me, oh, I heard about this. How are you doing? And I was like, people, who are these people who are talking about me? You know? And I so was... So you have no idea. As in, you, you I have knew, an idea. You like, knew who they are, yeah. but... You're not close friends. Not close friends. And to be fair, the acquaintances who reached out to me, I actually really appreciated it because they were genuinely coming from a place of care. Mm. I knew who they were, you know. But they heard it from other people I had no connection with. Why were these people talking about me? And you know, in high school, we got drama. I was super chill. We did our own thing, you know. So it was the first time for me, I'm like, I'm in this melodramatic situation that's... Oh my god, kill the K-drama song. Yeah, K-drama, like man. Go OST all, you know. It's crazy. <laughs> so how... I mean, I was so under... Unequipped? Unequipped to handle these emotions and the, just the whole situation I was in, in the mm-hmm. place I was in, that it really took a toll on me. So basically, I... What did you do? What did I do? Yeah, so I viewed... Because I viewed myself negatively, I worked... At number one, keeping up a facade of being okay. So I would work out a lot in my room, yeah? Because I was too scared to go oh, outside. What a facade. I know. <laughs> but because to me, I remember thinking, oh my god, so at prom, I'm going to look so good. Oh my god, that's the classic, like, I'm going to get back at you yeah, technique. Yeah. I'm going to look so good that, like, no one can think I'm ugly. Yeah. At that point of time, you were, you yeah. were feeling... Yeah. So I thought, I'm, if I can... If I can look as attractive as I think I should be to be worthy of love, I'm oh. going to work out as much as I can so that I achieve that body or 
Yeah lah, that, I, I guess mean, it was great that like then you got into health, you know. But it's not healthy because I didn't eat properly because I didn't go to the group meals. I would eat nasi goreng. Even that is okay lah, so so. But my friends would have to go out to get me those meals because they knew I wouldn't go out. I never asked, you know. <laughs> well, maybe I would ask sometimes, but they always voluntarily did it for me because they knew I wouldn't go out to eat. So instead, I would uh, buy groceries during the weekend with my family and make like small meals in my chalet. But that isn't enough. You can't survive on a tortilla with cheese, some salad, maybe some sauce, one sausage or an egg. You can't survive on that. So I got skinny really quickly because I wasn't feeding myself. But I was working out with 15kg dumbbell, okay? My friend's dumbbell. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. How is it that you went bouldering and then you got to take over it? <laughs> Side story, yeah. we went bouldering recently. My arms still hurt so bad. arms hurt for an entire few days. Yeah. Few days. Yeah. Still I'm not even going to say I... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's very different. I mean, okay, to be fair, I can still carry 15 kg now. Actually, even, probably even better now because I feed myself more protein. That's and, true. Yeah. You know, I, I treat myself better. But back then, think about it. I was weak already, but I still forced myself to carry those that, that weight. That in dumbbell. And you were burning your muscle, you know. You're not even exactly. burning your fats. I wasn't really building muscle. I'm way more muscular now. Comparison. Of course. Comparison then. Wow. Because I wasn't treating myself right. So as a result, I not only should have like eaten healthier food, aka go out of my room to eat better food, I should not have indulged in like these unhealthy coping mechanisms, like shutting myself out, staying in my chalet. That's your key takeaways now. La. Yeah. Because it, looking how I back, it. it was easy for you to figure out what went wrong. But in the point of time, you couldn't see it, could you? Did you know? That you were eating unhealthily? Um, well, yes and no. Because I knew that I could be doing better. But I felt that I was really trying my best and I'm not going to push myself to hurt myself. Because I thought going out meant seeing people and that meant hurting myself. But in reality, I was just avoiding. Avoidance technique. Mm. Yeah. And it was really bad. It was so bad. So... Do you still do it now? If let's say there was another boy trouble... No! Hell no! <laughs> never! Oh my god. Never again. Never again. Goodness. Um, it really just is not something that I would ever want to repeat. And But mm. now I know why I did those things. I understand. I don't agree with it. And honestly, sometimes I look back and think, why did you do that to yourself, Hannah? But I had to go through that to become who I am today. Who is you really 20 so. times stronger. Up to now. Yeah. That molded you, me like nothing else. You would... Go back and you will go through all this boy trouble again just to learn that mistake again. I mean, like, if you had another alternative life, you hope that they would go through it. Um, again, a yes and no question. Because on the one hand, like, I mean, who wants to go through that pain? Obviously. Right? And so, so young, I didn't know, I didn't have any of these boy troubles in school as well. So it was also new to me. But at the same time, it led me to where I am today. So I have the resilience and also the humility that has molded me into, I think, my ideal self now. Because I don't, I don't see myself as someone who has already... I've neither made it, I'm not my best version of myself, but I'm constantly working towards it and I'm closer now than I'll ever be mm. right now. That's really good. Yeah. Because, again, like you went through some trouble in college. Yeah. Some people will use this technique all over again because to them it works. Cycle lah. Yeah. But you on the other hand, you realise that it just didn't work out. Yeah. And you decided to change. 
for the better. Yeah. So, would you say that this mistake was it necessary? Um. Again, yes, but no, because if I had the foresight, I would have definitely treated Nobody myself better. Nobody has the foresight. That's the thing, lah. No, I mean, ah. So hypothetically, okay, if I had it, mm. then I would have definitely eaten better, leave my room, you know. Okay, but here's the thing: as much as you didn't have the foresight, you had other perceptions. Mm. You had you friends. You might family. have had friends or family maybe advising you over the matter or not really. Of course, I had friends who were advising me, but I did a very good job at covering up how I felt. Even though you know me, I talk a lot, but even if I talk a lot, I will never say a hundred percent of how I'm feeling. That's right. something that I do now. I'm very open with my emotions now, but back then I protected myself so much to an extent that I guess the people around me never knew how hard I was really taking it. Because mm. I think looking back now, I was definitely depressed. Dude. I can't Im- like I don't. I can't even imagine putting me now through what I did to myself back then. Can you imagine eating like junk every single day, then studying also? Brain power, where got? How how <laughs> A levels to me? I I mean, that's rough. A levels is very difficult. Yeah. So I was going through the vital, the most vital months, preparation for A levels, and I did all AS and A two papers in one go. I was preparing for the entirety of A levels. Yes, I remember that was horrible. Yeah. So that plus the new boy drama and how I viewed myself, recipe for disaster. So I wouldn't want. I would never wish. I genuinely would never wish that upon anyone. But it was a mistake you had to make. Yeah, because at that time I was extremely naive and inexperienced. So like that was the catalyst that truly started my whole journey of like self care, self respect, and self love, and. Like it's always hardest. It's it's always hardest to love yourself in situations where you feel worthless, when yeah, you feel yeah. small. It's very hard to pick yourself back. It's up. extremely difficult, and I have a lot of like empathy for anyone who's going through that right now because it's so hard, especially in situations like this. How long did it take you to get out of it then? Oh my god, I would say cleanly nine months. So all the way until your first year of your yeah. college, uh, yeah. uni. Yeah. Even then, it's it's like a, it's an ongoing process, lah. Of course. I would say I properly got rid of the after effects in May twenty sixteen, which is over a year after that happened, and I mean completely clean, and I don't mean repairing the relationship I had, as in repairing the friendship I had with the person involved, because I kind of made made amends with the person involved long before I finally got over everything. Oh, did you? Yeah. So I was completely okay with him. Even like right, bef- like right before university, we w- we were fine. Even at the end of college, like r- at the very end, lah, completely fine. You know, because I realized it's mostly me. Right. I mean, no, no matter how terribly anyone treats me, if I treat myself terribly, that's my own responsibility. That's on you. you know. Yeah. Especially that's not on the person. That's on you. Exactly. So, and again, it was a boy thing, lah. I mean. There was no like abuse or anything like that. No, it no, was no. very Thank like, emotional. God. Thank yeah. God, it was all emotional. But it was a mu- emotional abuse to your own self. Yeah, you inflicted exactly. that on your own self. Exactly, exactly. Because I went down a spiral, and I didn't know how to stop. Because I'd never gone down that st- that spiral before, um, and yeah. So because it was so intense, it took a while for me to really get rid of that feeling of oh my God, I'm worthless. I'm ugly. I'll never match up to this ideal that I'm supposed to be. You know, I'm unworthy of love. All that I felt, all that before, and mm-hmm. I only got over that 
mid 2016 because I obviously I had other experiences as well in that period of time just a wild ride lah okay that whole <laughs> era of my life that you know molded me and some other things happened taught me a few more lessons but though that situation was definitely of course influenced by the previous one that I'm talking about today because mm. it was so yeah impactful. I remember it was so impactful that when I asked you this question you could immediately already tell me yeah it was it's something that I always I don't think about it much now but I think about my growth from that all the time because I'm always like Hana you can you can grow from things even if it's negative you'll grow from it because it literally affected my education directly you know you can see it's a direct effect exactly and thankfully you know I was very open with my parents I communicated with them so they understood that I was going through something I had never felt before you know that kind of life experience lah you build up life experiences right but yeah so because i know that my my previous reactions to this kind of emotions was so negative it affected other parts of my life mm. i had to learn the hard way like how to deal with it how to grow with it and how to make sure that if i ever find myself in a situation again i can pick myself up and i have very very lightly brushed with the feeling of rejection again another time another after time. after this after this more yeah. recently like I would say okay, okay. the the after la basically after after, after after everything and i picked myself up then fast i didn't i didn't give myself the time to feel unworthy right so how did you do that what what in your mindset changed so i had to kind of pick and choose the voices i wanted to listen to in my head which sounds weird i know but i feel like i have two voices one voice that's the negative poisonous toxic voice that's like enjoy the devil yeah thing. yeah and then the other voice is the one that is kinder and not just kinder in a nonsensical sense right but in like a you can do this have faith in yourself your gut feeling because your gut feeling normally is correct we talked about this in previous episode your episode your gut feeling sometimes is 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 prominent like it's important might not always lead you but how do you but, know which because even the toxic ones can be a gut feeling yeah true So which one do you know or which one should be the correct gut feeling to take? So to me that gut feeling or that like the voice that's correct to me is the voice that you'll use on your little sister or mm, on like your helping, loved ones. Yeah. Or if you could go back in time. It's those words that you will give your loved ones but yeah. you never give yourself. Exactly. Or your best friend. Yeah. You know, your closest friends you will be like for me I'm quite straightforward lah but at the same time it comes from an immense place of love and I'll that's try right. my best to guide you to where you need to be you know that's the voice I I follow and that voice is normally quite kind also straightforward and very honest but kind mm. so that's that's what I had to learn how to do lah tune out the negative voice and tune into the voice that's trying to truly help me become a better person oh well done you yeah. you found it's it hard then. dude it's hard yeah, well done you thank you I no. think that that is definitely not an easy road to take no. and i'm pretty sure that everyone in any point of their lives would, will have to go through this at least once yeah. to in order to understand the clarity of who you are as a person what you're supposed to be where do you place your worth yeah i'm pretty i'm i have a lot of um acquaintances that place their um they they will be in relationships for a very long time yeah. and then suddenly out of the blue they are not together anymore yeah and after being together for like the, their entire development developmental years yeah 
it's so hard to find themselves in their it adult is. years. It is. So at, like at one point, like I actually thought to myself, I'm just like, thank God I never got into a relationship because I could have at a younger I, age. Yeah, because I in my head, ever since young, I knew. For some reason, I knew that. I wasn't gonna get into a relationship. Yeah, same. Lol. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's really because my parents like. No. No, no. my parents have never said anything about same. like you're not allowed to. Yeah, exactly. There one. were no restrictions. No, there were none. My grandmother, on the other hand, she'll be like, Nah, boy's not worth it for now. You <laughs> concentrate on your studies, and she's got a point. She's got a point. At that point of time, we were all growing. You wouldn't know what that person is going to become in the future. Yeah. Whether they're going to take things for the worse or for the better. Yeah. So I would rather go through that without um having to factor in another person in my life before I'm even out of my parents' clutches. Mm. <laughs> kind of deal. So. Thank God I never had to go through a boy trouble as yeah. serious as yours. Yeah. But at the same time, I had my fair share of like... Of course, of course. Dark times yeah. and... It's different. Everyone has different. different experiences. And also even for me, if I when I tell the story now, unless I tell it in full, I norm- it sounds so silly, you know? Yeah. If you know the context lah. But how it affected me was so profound that it literally... I still think of it as my own personal turning mm. point. So everyone views things differently. Um, as long as you grow from it, that's the most important thing, lah. So now, like, I need my one of the key takeaways is that I need to actively ensure that my relationships with people are healthy, mm. friendships, family members, or more, you know, and that I am deserving of healthy relationships and connections. You are deserving of healthy relationships. Thank you. Are you a love words of affirmation person? Not really, you know. Then what are you? Quality time. Oh, okay. We're spending quality time. Yeah. Because quality time, people who genuinely care about you will give you that quality time. Yeah. You know? I Because, okay, people always say, it's not that people don't have time. It's that they don't want to spend time on you. I understand that. But personally, I don't agree. Because sometimes people genuinely don't have the time. Like, they only the have work. 24 hours exactly, a day. Exactly. They have work engagements or they have to, they have to take care of themselves. Um, but in the moments where you do have some free time and you're like, I want some company you can spend quality time with people you care about, you know? Yeah. So, I agree. That's why quality time is my love language. Your words of affirmation is more for you. But yeah, we'll yeah, get I to, <laughs> we'll discuss this. Yeah, yeah. I am a words of affirmation person. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, don't also, or something else, don't indulge in unhealthy coping mechanisms. Oh, yes. Very important. So for me, don't shut myself out and don't not eat properly. Yeah, I think food is such a great factor towards making your mood a little bit better. Yeah. Sometimes someone just throws me like a nice meal. <laughs> mm. Even though like I didn't ask already, and it could be their leftovers for all you know. It's a turning point for me. I'll be like, haha, I'm happier now. Mm. Now we can talk about things. Because you're doing you're you're eating out of joy. Yeah, you you're eating for the nutrition that your body has been lacking. Yes. And that is what slows your brains down if you don't have the nutrition there. Exactly, which I didn't. Oh my gosh, I really didn't. I also learned to soothe myself in terms of intense anxiety, which is what I experienced then also. Mm. So that's a different thing. Because that the anxiety also came from that and also the whole examination, A-levels, clearing thing. But that's a different topic. Kind of connected. But I have to learn how to man- manage that. Because my anxiety came from that. Mm. Yeah. That, was, that is a tough part to get out. Because I don't think you'll ever get out of it. Yeah. It's constant. Since you triggered it, it will always be there. Yeah. And because it's 
related to love, love life, and education. Because both scenarios connected. Ma. So now, it's thank- okay, thankfully, education bit already passed la, for me, thank God. But the love life bit, that's something I have to deal with forever. Mm. You know? And also, then work life, hopefully it won't affect. La. And that's the end of my story. That is a very heavy... Yeah. That's very. That's a very heavy, generic story to mm. have. Yeah. In someone's life. Yeah. I think we've touched a lot of these mental health issues that stemmed from the mistakes that we've made. Yeah. And unfortunately, we can't turn back time. Yeah. Isn't it sad that it's generic though? It's a common thing. It is a very common thing. It's a very common thing. And it's something that like people don't want to talk about. Also, it's very. It makes you very vulnerable because you essentially felt worthless yeah. at a certain point of time yeah. which sadly to say is something that everyone goes through mm-hmm. because that's a dilemma mm-hmm. and when you feel that things don't go your way they kind of just and things that matter you know yeah they kind of just shakes your entire core yeah who you are as a person so also imagine that plus blaming yourself yeah so to wrap things up what were you Essentially a hmm, what now for you? Yeah. As you progress on in the later years of your life, is there anything that you would keep in mind for yourself and maybe as a reminder for anybody else who has been in this situation? Um, what should they do? So I guess focusing on more towards the romantic aspect and viewing yourself in a romantic light, in that, like, that kind of way, you know? You are deserving of... Love, you are deserving of a great support system, family, friends. And most importantly, you are deserving of your own love. Yes. Preach. <laughs> Megan is currently trying to pretend like to cheers. Preach. Preach. <laughs> um, but it really is. I mean, we are still reminding ourselves of it. Every day. There will never be a day that I will stop reminding myself of my self-love because I honestly don't have it in me. Mm. So it's that's a very good reminder even to me sitting with you down in yeah. this podcast talking about it. Yeah. Self-love. You need to learn how to love yourself. And not because you're particularly impressive or particularly good at what you do but because you are you. Mm. And as long as you treat people in the right way and you treat yourself in the right way why 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 are you worth, why should you be worthless? Your value is in how you are as a person, your personality. You know, if you are a kind person to other people, you should be more kind to yourself because you deserve an equal amount that you put out in the world. Mm. I mean, or or more cuz I don't know. You have so much value. Love yourself, girls and guys. Both, like everyone, <laughs> girls, guys, they however you identify, you are worthy of love your own love your own self-love and you have to you have to drill it into your head man it's not easy it's not like a tumblr quote you read one time and you're like oh my god so inspiring hashtag blessed cannot lie like that you have to it's a constant everyday upward <laughs> struggle man oh, uphill uphill struggle yeah um, i'm so i'm sorry i'm not supposed to be laughing <laughs> that was but it's true yeah that's quite true you can read all these instagram quotes and stuff but the matter of fact is dealing with i guess in a way trauma de- dealing with a bad situation takes a lot of work yeah. more and especially when it's on your own like in your own brain how you think of yourself oh that takes so much work dude stress ready but you can do it take it step by step you 
can do it. And also reach out to people who care about you. People, or pe- no, reach out to someone. Reach out to someone you trust. It will help in some way. And be honest. Okay. Okay, done. Get, okay, that's <laughs> let's summarize again. So, yes. you need to have self-love. Self-love. You need to be open with open. others about what you're going through. Yep. And the last thing is, you have to be honest with yourself. With yourself. With yourself. And yep. hopefully, that will help you to move on a little bit better yeah. than you were doing beforehand. Yeah. You got this. Oh, I believe in you. This is such a heavy topic. Yeah. But it's necessary because it's a necessary mistake. I'm sorry. I would like to unsubscribe right now. <laughs> Please cancel me out from future episodes. <laughs> find yourself a new host. <laughs> Time to find someone else who starts with the name M. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's a, that's a problem. It's quite hard. Yeah. So, with that, I guess we'll end here for now. Yeah. But we will hear Megan's story about her necessary mistake. Or wait, no. Her, her experience, whether or not it was necessary, in the next episode. Yes. <laughs> we will. Yes. I'm trying to get out of it. Cannot. But I won't. Cannot. For the sake of understanding this. Yes. For now, we'll see you in the next episode. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hi guys, it's Megan. Did you relate to any of the emotions discussed in this episode? Do you have any major turning points that affected the trajectory of your life? Let us know on Facebook or on Instagram at hmm.whatnow. And as a reminder from us, please always remember that you are definitely stronger than your weakest moments. We'll see you on the next episode for part two, my story, next. Till then, take care and stay strong. Bye!